0: Hello. What a night. I know it's Friday morning and it's 6-10 it's and it's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. You. Bo- but we had, thank you. I, Ryan and I are tired. We had a heck of a night last night at the beer. I have three things in just a second. A uh, heck of a night at the Beer Club for Men at Mr. On's. Kelly Ward was there. There had to be well over 300 people there.
1: I smiled so much, my yeah. face
0: hurts. Yeah, you haven't smiled. Because like, Ryan actually never smiles. First time mm. I when I, I started working with Ryan, it was uh, about six months till I saw him smile. He just had this look on his face. He has RBF. You I do. do a good job, yeah, do a good job. Yeah, not, it's you my would make his face. face. You,
1: would, you would make his face. Well, it's my negotiation
2: face. Oh, is that what it is?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm always <laughs> negotiating. I don't get anything, but I'm no, always No, you get nothing.
0: You get nothing and Pretty like much. it. Yeah. Um but making it was, me smile. Yes, it was, it was a heck of a time, and there were so many people... I literally it was the first time I didn't get a chance. I was there for almost four hours, and I didn't get a chance to go outside because there were yeah. just people coming. And I love it; I, it's just great. I love talking to people, and I mean, so people have so ma- they have so many nice things to say. They have so many wise ass things to say. I love every second of it. And I was wearing my sweet orange pants, and people couldn't believe it they actually existed. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not something that's just a big giant myth. It's not like it takes a special kind of guy to pull off those pants, and and I was told that it takes a bold man. To wear those and uh it's true.
1: You are fake news. Oh, it's true. Mm. It's true. I think the Don's on it today with you. Uh, so you thank you.
0: Um <laughs> Yes. A bold man. A bold man. A bold man with a vision. Yes. To wear it sweet. Like you know who couldn't? Oh. The Dosecki's guy couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. No, you know it, it just it just it couldn't happen. Dosecki's guy couldn't do it at all. I, I could do it. It's okay. Again, I'm on a high for my Islanders. Hey, let's, let's just get to the show, okay? Barry Trotz. Uh, Barry Trotz. Three things I think you need Stop to that. know, and there is so much. Um, <laughs> number one, John McCain. Oh, boy. The swamp-dwelling evil John McCain. Where is his obnoxious daughter now? I tweeted at her this morning. She won't answer it. It's okay. jut jo- Judicial Watch got unredacted documents showing that John McCain's one of his big people, his subcommittee staff director. What does it mean? They get directions from the boss. His subcommittee staff director urged the IRS to try to financially ruin nonprofits, wanted to target certain nonprofits they didn't like. John McCain's guy told the IRS, go after nonprofits basically that we don't like and try to uh, audit them until they're financially broke. He's trying to regulate political speech. John McCain, the swamp dweller he is. We'll get into that. Second thing, I think you need to know uh, the conservative, and it was a really good bill, uh, immigration bill, the Goodlatte bill, Went down in flames yesterday. 41 Republicans voted against it. 41 Republicans voted against the good lat bill. Uh, It only had 193 people backing it. Not one Democrat did. If all the Republicans did, it would have passed. It would have passed. 41 voted against it. It would have given them money for the wall. Ended the visa diversity lottery. Chain migration. All these good things. So Trump this morning, and and Paul Ryan's amnesty bill that his, because there were two of them going to vote, he pulled until next week, and Trump tweeted out, you know what, don't even bother with it, let's not even worry about immigration until after November. Basically told Paul Ryan, just beat it, dude, just beat it, don't even bother. Third thing I think you need to know, polling, several polls, do not blame Trump for the illegal aliens coming across the border being separated parents from children 54% of likely voters polled by Rasmussen said they think the parents are more to blame for breaking the law 35% said the government is more to blame 54% of voting Americans agree with Trump's assertion that the United States will not be a migrant camp and it will not be a refugee holding facility Oh, yes. I'm telling you, this is a winning thing right here. This is nothing that's going to hurt the Democrats. You need Republicans to hold strong. Hold strong. There's another poll that's out there as well. Three to one support at a YouGov Economist poll. Three to one opposition to catch and release, which is what Trump ended. Three to one against it. Only 19% of Americans prefer the Democrat catch and release. They all, 19% want to release the migrant families and then have them report back at a hearing at a later date, which they never show up, by the way. That's it. That's it. 44% was the biggest here. Um, hold the families together in a family detention center until the immigration hearing at a later debate. That's it. <clears throat> it's on our side. It is on our side. Three things I think you need to know now. On to this John McCain thing, though. Holy smokes, John McCain! This guy is is just—I mean, bad news, evil. You name. It. I'll put this on my Facebook page during the break. John McCain proving once again what a, what a bad, bad person he is. Um, what? I'm wondering if the media is going to pick this up. The rest of the media. What will his uh, obnoxious daughter, Megan, say about this? Anything will do. He won't tweet about it, of course. But Judicial Watch released newly obtained internal IRS documents. There's a guy named Henry Kerner. He is McCain's former staff director. You ready for this? Former staff director and chief counsel on the Senate Homeland Security Permanent Subcommittee. Anyway, he was one of McCain's big guys. And, you know, he actually urged top IRS officials, including Lois Lerner. He wanted Lois Lerner to go after any nonprofits that basically they disagreed with. Conservative ones. He wanted Lois Lerner to audit, this is the quote, audit so many that it becomes financially. Ruinous. Wow. These were in notes taken by IRS employees at an April 30th, 2013 meeting between this Henry Kerner, Lois Lerner, other big big shots of the IRS. Ten days after the meeting, former IRS director of exempt organizations, Lois Lerner, admitted the IRS had a policy of improperly and deliberately delaying applications for tax exempt status from conservative nonprofit groups. So basically anybody that you know, these were tea party groups. And you, we played it late yesterday. You remember what John McCain called tea party people? Hobbits. And when they asked him to apologize, he said, for what? I'm not apologizing. You just you just misunderstood what I said. I'm sorry if you misunderstood me. Apologize? Am I going to apologize? Oh, yeah. Uh, it says here in the notes. Henry Kerner, that's again McCain's guy, asked how to get the abuse of organizations claiming to be 501c4, but designed to be primarily political. Lois Lerner said the system works, but not in real time. Henry Kerner noted these organizations don't disclose donors. Uh, It goes on and on. Henry Kerner said, maybe the solution is to audit so many that it is financially ruinous. Financially ruinous. How about that? By the way, Judicial Watch reported in the past on that 2013 meeting uh, and Senator McCain then issued a statement decrying, quote, false reports claiming his office was somehow involved in IRS targeting of conservative groups. Now, again, this guy wasn't acting roguely. He didn't go rogue. What made him do this? What gave him the idea? You don't think conversations with good old Johnny boy? Discussions? How, 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 how do we stop these people? do we do? How do we make it happen? How do we stop them? I guarantee it. John McCain, once again, not Donald Trump. John McCain trying to regulate what Americans can say when it comes to politics. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's exactly what it is. Going after the Tea Party people. Um, all the documents were forced out of the IRS as a result of an October 2013 Judicial Watch Freedom of Information lawsuit. They filed that against the IRS because the IRS wouldn't turn over anything. Um, and they got this information. They got it. Uh this April 30th, 2013 meeting came just two weeks, under two weeks prior to Learn, Lois Lerner's admission that the IRS had inappropriately targeted conservative groups. In May, her May 2013 answer to a planted question, she admitted to absolutely incorrect, insensitive, inappropriate targeting Tea Party groups and conservative groups. Again, John McCain was going after the Tea Party. He was trying to shut them down. The IRS previously blacked out the notes of this meeting, but Judicial Watch found the notes among subsequent documents released by the IRS. Wow. Uh, This really is incredible. Uh, Apparently, Lois Lerner and other IRS officials met with select top staffers in the Senate Governmental Affairs Committee in a marathon meeting. They just kept going to discuss concerns raised by both Senator Carl Levin. He's not there anymore and Senator John McCain, that the IRS was not reigning in political advocacy groups in response to the Supreme Court's Citizen United decision. McCain had been the chief sponsor of McCain-Feingold Act, if you remember that. He called the Citizens United decision, which overturned portions of McCain-Feingold, one of the worst decisions I've ever seen. So the court said, listen, what you did there, McCain-Feingold Act, not legal. And then McCain, just like the swamp big shots at the top of the FBI that thought they had, you know, basically unfettered power. The same ones at the DOJ, unfettered power, trying to stop Trump from winning, trying to help Hillary, all this stuff. McCain said, I don't care about the courts. I don't like this. What can we do? If the court court said that our act can't stop these political groups, what can we do to stop it? Hey, IRS, yank their 501c4 status. Yank it. Yank it. Go after them. Ruin them. Audit them so much they break. That's John McCain. That's John McCain. you ever been audited? Uh, n- no. Where's Wood? I'm sure I will now.
1: I have been, and I would rather go swimming with piranhas. <clears throat>
0: that bad, huh? Naked. Really? With fish sauce all over me. Well, we can make that happen. Please. So there you go. Uh, John McCain, what do you think about that on this Friday? 880-KNST, 880 John McCain proving once again what a swamp dweller, swamp creature. You know what? I'm sorry. It is what it is. And the thing is, deep down, you knew it. You knew it all along. I knew it. We all knew it. I'll put this story on my Facebook page. Uh, He is bad news. And he will probably just remain quiet. Probably won't say a word. But that's your John McCain for you. All right, we'll continue. There's much more that we need to do. We have sound bites galore. Brandon Judd's actually going to join us at 740 this morning. Brandon Judd, the uh, head of the National Border Patrol Council, going to talk about a bunch of things. Uh, I want to ask him what, and this will be interesting, what are, the biggest thing the me- what are the biggest things the media are reporting incorrectly when it comes to what's going on with these minors and how they're being treated by the Border Patrol, things like that, what's happening in the detention centers. Uh, also, his group, the National Border Patrol Council, put out a statement yesterday. They are now considering Peter Fonda, who wrote that awful uh, tweet where he said, let's uh, kidnap Baron Trump and stick him in a cage with a pedophile. They now have classified Peter Fonda as a domestic terrorist. Oh, and I have one huge, huge, huge example of fake news, a picture that was passed on around the world to try to tear at the heartstrings for these uh, illegal alien kids. Oh, wait till you hear that coming up. Morning ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk.
3: Just so you know, you can listen at home by telling Alexa, play KNST on iHeartRadio. Yeah, enjoy the stimulation.
0: 630, Gary Lewis with you, 73 out now, 108 for a high, 103 Saturday, 100 on Sunday, triple digits for the next 10 days, as of now, um... And I'm just about to post on my Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. I'll tweet it out as well, at Garrett Lewis on Twitter. Um, The uh, Judicial Watch story with John McCain. It's freaking huge. Share it. Share it to everybody. Yeah, man, is this guy you want to talk about in the last uh, year of your life? Just uh, really, really showing your true colors and then destroying anything you may have built up about yourself? That's exactly what he did. Exactly what he did. Are these the pigeons coming home to roost? Uh, you. I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, really quick, uh, there's also uh, there's a picture. You may have seen it. You may have not seen it. A little girl in the night standing next to a Border Patrol vehicle crying. Looks like maybe she's a year and a half old, maybe two. Border Patrol's there, and she's crying, and it's like become the iconic photo of... Of uh, you know what, why it's wrong to separate kids from parents and blah 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 blah. Well, it turns out it's fake news. It says here, this is from Breitbart. The father of the tearful two-year-old Honduran migrant girl, who became the face of family separation news coverage, says his daughter was never actually separated from her mom when caught by Border Patrol. Instead, his daughter and his mom and her mom are together in custody at a family residential center in texas no no get this the mom had been deported from america in twenty thirteen according to a statement given by ice to buzzfeed last night so she's already she's a repeat offender Oh, let them all go let him go let him get right into america Dennis Javier Varela Hernandez, 32, told the Daily Mail his wife, Sandra, 32, had taken their daughter on a dangerous journey to America on June 3rd without telling him they'd been in touch, since been in touch, he said, and learned the two had been detained together but never separated, never separated. And it didn't matter to the media, why should they care about facts? This little girl became the symbol of opposition to the zero tolerance policy. Getty images photographer John Moore took the famous photo of Yanella Denise standing on the ground looking up in tears while a McAllen, Texas BP agent searched her mom next to a patrol vehicle. The image spread like wildfire. Time magazine used the cutout. That's the time have you seen the Time magazine of this little girl crying looking up and Trump looking down? That's the that's the girl. That's the picture. Moore told the Washington Post, the guy that took the picture, earlier this week he assumed they'd be separated. Assumed great journalism, huh? In his head, he weighed the girl's chances according to new federal policies. He said she'd be taken from her mom when the van reached its destination. They wouldn't be united until the case had wound through the courts, and then likely only to return to the country they had fled. Now, the dad says his wife and daughter were never separated, they remained together. And the dad said to the Daily Mail, he never supported his wife's decision to leave their home travel through the dangerous conditions to seek political asylum quote I didn't support it I asked her why why would she want to put our little girl through that but it was hers decision at the end of the day I do think it was irresponsible of her to take the baby with her in her arms because we don't know what could happen we'll talk more about that this is incredible incredible stuff uh fake news fake 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 will they retract it will time magazine do anything They made, yeah, I don't know who even reads Time Magazine anymore, uh, but they tried to make Trump look like a piece of crap by having this little girl staring up at him. Photoshop fake picture, fake news. I'll put this story on my Facebook page as well. It's 634 coming back in about uh, five minutes. Uh, Melania's jacket. Did you see it? Fantastic. Love it. Uh, Of course, the media got it all wrong. Get to that. Uh, And also the worst name ever for a gang member. Convicted of a crime. Worst name. You got. Oh, wow. We'll get to that coming up. Here's the news. leading talk. Hello, 642. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, number one, John McCain, uh, one of his top staffers, one of his bigwigs. wigs. Uh, Judicial Watch has the documents urging the IRS going back to 2013, urging the IRS to financially ruin by auditing the you know what out of Tea Party groups and conservative groups that claim 501c4 status. McCain tried to shut them up by, by basically bankrupting them by be, having them audited so much by the IRS that they're financially ruined. Stories on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash radio. Second thing I think you need to know, uh, the amnesty bill that Paul Ryan wanted to bring, there were two bills, one amnesty, one good, the good lad bill. Amnesty bill put off till next week because they don't have the votes for it. Uh, the good lad bill, the conservative one, lost. Not one Democrat voted for it. But 41 Republicans also did not vote for it. 41 did not vote for it. So Trump tweeted out basically, you know what? Uh, Paul Ryan, uh, the rest of them, don't even bother with immigration anymore until we can get more Republicans in the Senate and the House. Don't don't even bother with immigration anymore. Basically, he's saying, I'm not going to support this stuff. Third thing uh, that I think you need to know... Polling shows Americans blame the parents for these children coming across the border and being separated. Not the government, not the Trumpster. Rasmussen poll, 54% said they think the parents are more to blame for breaking the law. Just 35% said the government's responsible. 54% agree with Trump saying America shouldn't be a migrant camp and we will not be a refugee holding facility. Uh, there's another poll out. Three to one public support um, for ending catch and release. That's from UGov and The Economist. They, they did a poll together. We'll have more on that in the next hour. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Now, did you see Melania Trump's jacket? Did you see the jacket that she had? Uh, she went to go visit some kids, some of these illegal alien children, um, down in Texas. Right? So she goes down there and she wears a jacket that just drove the media insane. Because on the back of it, it had a statement. Um, It said, uh, and this, this is just, this is so good. And by the way, Libs' heads are exploding, media's heads are exploding. It says, I really don't care, do you? So she wore a jacket, this green jacket. Apparently, cost thirty nine bucks. I showed it to my wife. She's like, "Ooh, I like that." And and she and she said, "Where do you where'd she get?" It? I go, "I said someplace Zara." She goes, "Oh, Zara." Apparently, some website. Of course, my wife, thirty nine bucks. Listen, apparently, uh, the first lady wore like a fifty one thousand dollar dress or jacket uh, last week to an event, and now she's wearing a thirty nine dollar one. And it looks like it's painted on. It's a green jacket. It looks like it's painted with white paint. I really don't care. Do you? And, of course, the media goes, oh, my God, she's just tone deaf. She's how can, you're going to visit these kids down there in cages. Of They're not cages. She's going to visit these kids. What are you doing? This is just this is insane. This is crazy. She set them up just like her husband. She goes down there and says, I want parents to be re- reunited with their kids. I don't like the fact that kids are being separated from their parents. What can I do to help? I'm here to help with these little kids in any way possible. What did the media talk about? Her jacket. It was a total setup. She put the bait out there and they took it. They took it. She's tone deaf. She's mean. She's this. She's that. Blah, blah. It's incredible. Incredible. Um. Uh, some... BBC reporter Caddy Kay, who goes on the end of the world with Morning Joe a lot. Uh, she wrote on the BBC website, Melania Trump's empathetic visit to the Mexican border risks being overshadowed by the unempathetic message on the back of her coat. W- really? Really? It stretches credulity that the first lady would make the effort to fly down to Texas, visit children, talk to staff. And engage in this heartbreaking story only to deliberately undermine, undermine it with a callous choice of clothing. I give her the benefit of the doubt on compassion, but if she chose to wear this without thinking, it was pretty tone deaf. Hmm. Uh, Somebody, I don't know who this person is. Somebody on Twitter. Scott Dworkin. Melania, Trump is already being celebrated in white supremacist circles for wearing that jacket. Trump's plan worked. Stephanie Grisham, the spokesperson for the first lady, put out a message, said there was no hidden message. It's a jacket. She added the hashtag uh, to her tweet, hashtag she cares, hashtag it's just a jacket. She tweeted, today's visit with the children in Texas impacted FLOTUS, first lady of the United States, greatly. If the media would spend their time and energy on her actions and efforts to help kids rather than speculate and focus on her wardrobe... We could get so much more accomplished on behalf of the children. She did this on purpose. The media sitting there saying, remember when the media said some guy speculated. uh, What if Trump hit her? And he controls the secret service. They actually were trying to get into people's minds that Trump beat his wife. Uh, She hates him. She's going to divorce him. She's that she hasn't been seen. So the Trumpster. The Trumpster tweeted about this. <laughs> it's so good. It is so good. The Trumpster decided to address it uh, and basically say it's uh, it's a jacket. He tweeted, "I really don't care." To you, written on the back of Melania's jacket, refers to the fake news media. Melania has learned how dishonest they are, and she truly no longer cares. Good for her, man. Uh, one more. Apparently, a reporter. On the trip covering the first lady's uh, trip to the shelter, reported this. You ready? <clears throat> this isn't. This is not getting the, any of the tension compared to the jacket. It is a fairly cheerful place. It has the feel of an old nursing home, but also of a small elementary school. Behind floatus on the wall, a kindness tree. Acts of kindness make me. A kindness make me bloom. With leaves, presumably showcasing acts of kindness kids have done. "Quote: It's a process, yet uh, it's a process. Yes, but I've learned they're very happy. I've heard they're very happy. They love to study. They love to go to school. So the reporter apparently found that the children are cheerful. It's a fairly cheerful place. You wouldn't get that, would you? With the media coverage, probably not. Now, huh? Probably not. Man, oh man, oh man." This is the best they can do. Uh, 6.50. We got to get to the gangbanger story, too. The uh, the gang... Oh, gay Now, when you think of names of gang members, bad guys, you'd, you'd think that they'd actually be... Um, how do I say it? Intimidating? Yes, intimidating. Tough. Yes. Mean. Well, I got a story coming up. A gangbanger was convicted of a crime, and his name came out... And I'll give it to you coming up because it's incredible. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Okay. Hello. It's 7.07. It's Friday. We have made It, it is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, bombshell report from Judicial Watch. It's on my Facebook page. Like it and follow it. John McCain, one of his big-time staff directors, in 2013, it's now coming out, asked the IRS to go after conservative groups, Tea Party groups. John didn't like what they were saying. He wanted to stifle their free political speech. They said, maybe we can... Audit them so much we financially ruin them. John McCain. His guy said that they were going after remember John McCain called the Tea Party Hobbits. Refused to apologize. Now it's coming out. He tried to have the Tea Party financially ruin them by auditing them to death. What a nice guy that John McCain is, huh? Can we get Megan to comment on that? Megan, Megan McCain, can you can you uh can you annoyingly comment to us, please? Second thing, I think you need to know. Uh, is that the the House stinks, these Republicans, a bunch of rhinos. The Goodlatte bill, the Goodlatte immigration bill, which would have done so many fantastic things, would have paid for the entire wall, stopped Visa diversity lottery, ended chain migration, all this stuff, right? Uh, Went down in flames. Not one Democrat voted for it. And then on top of that, 41 Republicans voted against it. It went down 193 to 231. 41 Republicans opposed it. Again, would have ended family separations. $25 billion for the wall and border security. No citizenship for Dreamers. dreamers renewable legal status for DAC enrollees. Would have required to verify limited family visas. Cut legal immigration. Cut money for sanctuary cities. And Republicans, 41, voted against it. So this morning, the Trumpster um, basically said enough is enough. Enough is enough, Uh, or even uh, I mean, don't don't even bother. Uh, Republicans should stop wasting their time on immigration until we until after we elect more senators and congressmen and women in November. Dems are just playing games; have no intention of doing anything to solve this decades-old problem. We can pass uh, great legislation after the red wave, red wave baby, and because Paul Ryan yanked the amnesty version of it uh, of his bill until next week, and Trump basically said, "Ignore it, Paul Ryan, go away." You've tried. you failed. Time for you to go, buddy. You're retiring. Third thing I think you need to know, numbers show people blame not the president for families being separated. They blame the parents. The parents. Rasmussen did a poll. Fifty-four percent of likely voters think the parents are more to blame for breaking the law. Thirty-five percent of the government is more to blame for this crisis of families being separated Fifty four percent agreed with Trump saying we shouldn't be a migrant camp. We shouldn't be a refugee holding facility. And let me tell you, three to one people. There was a, there was another poll. Economist and YouGov shows three to one public opposition to the Democrats catch and release policy. Opposition. Tell you, the president has more people on his side than you could ever imagine. than the media wants to admit. Three things I think you need to know. Um. Now let's focus before we play the soundbite, let's focus just quickly again on this um this immigration bill. This really is pathetic. It's disappointing. You sit back and say you got a Republican president, the Senate, they'd need 60 votes. And it'd be tough. They have fifty one, and McCain and Flake are complete friggin' waste of time, along with uh, Aunt Bethany, uh, aka Susan Collins and some other of these wimps, right? Uh so you need more actual, real uh Trumpian conservative Republicans. Uh, However, I mean, this this is the kind of thing, and I think Trump realizes this, this kind of vote where you realize the Goodlatte bill, which would have done so much good, we really could have got border security. This Goodlatte bill not only gets zero support from Democrats, 41 Republicans vote against it. This is the kind of stuff that makes Republican voters say, screw it, why bother? Why bother showing up? Screw these guys. But Trump's trying to turn it around and motivate it and say, motivate you and say, elect good Republicans. And that's really what needs to happen. You sit home, it does nothing. It does nothing. You got to elect the good ones. But it is damn frustrating, isn't it? And then, I mean, I don't know if you realize, and I, I, I hope you know, I'm trying to make it as, as big as I possibly can, the fact that Paul Ryan only had the, the vote go for the good bill. Which he didn't even try to push, by the way. He didn't even try to get support for that. They didn't try to whip the votes for that. Because he's working for his uh, Chamber of Commerce, big business, cheap labor people. Which was the other bill. And he yanked it until next week. He was supposed to vote on that yesterday too. He yanked it until next week. And the fact that Trump came out and said, don't bother anymore. Republicans should stop wasting their time on immigration. That's a big deal. That's a very big deal. Um, he tweeted out some other things within the past hour. The Trumpster speaking of immigration. Eighty percent of Mexico's exports come to the U.S. They totally rely on us, which is fine with me. They do have though very strong immigration laws. The U.S. has pathetically weak and ineffective immigration laws that the Democrats refuse to help us fix. Will speak to Mexico. Ooh. Okay, That's interesting. And he also tweeted, we must maintain a strong southern border. We cannot allow our country to be overrun by illegal immigrants, as the Democrats tell their phony stories of sadness and grief, hoping it will get them in the elections. Obama and others had the same pictures and did nothing about it. He's right on, man. Right on. Um. Now. Uh, there's more. When it comes to uh, the the topic that is shoved in our face by the media, which is the the border crisis, right? The the separation of family, this that. In the last hour, we went over the story about how that iconic picture of the little girl in Time Magazine looking up at Trump, uh, and, uh, and 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 in making him look like a monster. And it turns out that that girl wasn't even separated from her mom, and the dad. She's a she's a Honduran girl. And the dad said, my wife even took her, didn't even tell me. I don't agree with what she did. She took my daughter on a dangerous journey. It's fake news. Fake news. Anyway, again, Rasmussen showing that um, parents, the Americans are blaming not Trump for this crisis. They're blaming the parents for either sending their kids by themselves to our border or bringing their kids to our border. Tom, people are saying, "Stop! Enough! No more!" And there was an—I mean, just incredible stuff this morning on the end of the world. This morning with Morning Joe and Mika's face. Apparently, I guess I never heard of this lady. I guess she's a an opinion writer for the Washington Post. Yamiche Alcinder. Yamiche Alcind—I whatever. I don't. Why would I bother reading what her opinion is? I could give two craps about it. Anyway, I thought what she said was was unbelievable, though. She's still trying to figure out. The media still doesn't get it. She was shocked. She went to Duluth, Minnesota. She was shocked, despite the media putting all these images, tugging at heartstrings, that Trump supporters, Americans, could see through the bull crap that's out there and realize, yeah, no, nah, I'm not buying this. And Americans have lost patience with the kindness because we're sick and tired of paying the bills and people not respecting our laws. Just because you want to come here doesn't mean you should. And I'll tell you what, until some of these celebrities uh, let me in to go see their concerts or movies, or if LeBron would let me go see a basketball game without paying just because I want to go, yeah, then we'll talk. Anyway, listen to this. There's so much in this soundbite. Because not only is she amazed that Trump supporters are still sticking with Trump and they're not buying this stuff, of course, the re- one of the reasons is, is because you're just a freaking racist. Listen to this. Here we go.
2: This week was really the biggest test of loyalty for. Hardened Trump supporters who have followed this president and supported him through scandal after scandal after scandal. Um, I just came back from Minnesota and a rally that he had in Duluth, and people were supporting him more than ever. Um, and they're not rare. I talked to so many people who were representative of a Quinnipiac University poll that was that was released this week that said 55 to 35 percent of 55 percent of Republicans support the policy of separating yep. children. So yep. Republicans were, as a whole, were backing him. Or people calling themselves Republicans And when I was in Minnesota talking to people I was getting stories from people that said That these children, yes young children Who are now being detained That they need to be taught a lesson And that they are being taught by their parents To break U.S. laws And as a result they deserve to be in these detention facilities They deserve to be traumatized essentially And be away from their parents Nobody said
0: they deserve to be traumatized She's making that They deserve to be traumatized essentially No And I guarantee she's taking it out of context. People are saying, you're breaking our laws. You can't
2: just come across the border willy-nilly. We have laws. And it pisses us off let's continue and be away from their parents and even after the president signed the executive order when i asked people afterwards you know what do you make of the president's policy now they were saying well he's caving into pressure and that it's really that he really should stick to his guns on this issue because people are quote unquote infesting america a lot of them cast this in as 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 really defending american culture as something of being white frankly of of looking at america and saying we don't need these brown people in our country and that was in some ways surprised by this but also I I, in some ways we know not come support
0: did you, did you hear that? Yep. So again uh, she is thinking it because since you don't agree with the way she thinks you are racist she is this. this one is such a racist herself that she says she has no way her brain doesn't comprehend law and order it's just color of your skin you don't want them here not because they broke the law and you're sick of paying for it you don't want them here because they're brown. If a bunch of white Canadians came in, we'd think the same thing. A bunch of white Germans came in. Doesn't matter. You come across illegally, enough is enough. Enough is enough. But she can't get around that. She can't. But again, it doesn't surprise her because in her mind, she's already stereotyped you since you support Trump, you're racist. Let's continue
2: as something of being white, frankly, of, of looking at America and saying we don't need these brown people in our country. And I was in some ways surprised by this, but also I, in some ways we know that Trump supporters have stuck with him um, in the long term through all sorts of things. But this was kind of stunning in some ways. They're going to stick
0: with him. He promised to enforce the law. There's nothing racist about enforcing the law. I'm just wondering, what about all the, uh, you know, the all the brown and the black Trump supporters? Oh, yeah. Well, what do you think of them? It's a great question because there are many, many, many Hispanics. We talked about the poll last week. Mm-hmm. Hispanics and blacks in this country that agree with the president. They want to cut legal immigration. They want to see their own wages go up. I mean, how insulting is that? 880-KNST, 880-5678. I have more to say. I'd love to get your opinion on that, especially, by the way, if you are Hispanic or black. Well let me just we'll squeeze tell you. You in. Oh, yeah, because you're Hispanic. I forgot. <laughs> I'm brown. I don't I don't look at you as color. I look at you as Ryan. Good enough. Are you are you offended by that? I am. It's a slap in the face. Yes, it is. Just a, you lump
1: everybody I mean, you lump everybody you in. You should hate Trump, Ryan. You're Hispanic. What the hell? I'm looking for a reason. Funny enough, I can't find one. <laughs> the economy's going well. You know, military's got funding. I mean, what do you want? I got a job. What else? Do you like it? My job? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. That's
0: cool. Mostly. That'll be held against you. We have that on tape. Wow. Um, all right. So we'll get your reaction to this. There's more, and I have more numbers on what people actually think, what they support. I'm telling the president needs to hold strong on this. This is a winning issue. A winning issue. So I predict, by the way... That Martha McSilent will come out and, and say something about it in support of it. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that. And some funny stuff happened at the beer club last night as well, where Kelly Ward was. We had a hell of a time. What a what a showing. I can't thank you enough, man. And let me tell you something. Mr. Ron can't thank you enough either. Uh, we'll continue. More, more coming up. And Brandon Judd at 740 right here on KNST. Judd. Hello, 728. Thank you for hanging out. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like and follow it. You see that McCain story. He's a bad, very, very, very bad man. Bad, 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 bad man. Trying to shut down the Tea Party groups. 77 out now, 108 for the high. Brandon Judd coming up uh, about 740 this morning. Head of the National Border Patrol Council. A lot to talk about with him. Right, a lot to talk about with him. Um, now, uh, there, there's just even more unbelievable stuff, again, showing. And I, I'm telling you, my gut, I got to trust my gut when it comes to this stuff. Uh, I trusted my gut with Trump in the election. It it was right. You're right. It might not be what is normal or what has happened in the past, but you got to trust it. Now, what's going on, again, the media, I think we've gotten past the point. Some people always believe the media. But there are people that literally stop believing the stuff that is seen in front of them. And that that's what it is now. People aren't believing this stuff. And, and we're not being influenced to just all of a sudden become soft. Nobody wants bad things to happen to kids. We all know this. We don't have to say that, but we don't want our borders to be breached. We don't want to import poverty and have to be stuck paying for that. We're sick of this crap. So there was a poll done by The Economist and YouGov. It shows three to one public opposition to catch and release, which is exactly what would happen. It's what the Democrats want to happen. They don't want kids to be separated. So Trump puts the families together. Then they say, well, you still can't keep the kid locked up. That's child abuse. Well, what's the other option? Releasing everybody. Catch and release. We don't want that. Right? Uh, Kirsten Gillibrand. Senator from New York. Democrats. said indefinite detainment of families is also inhumane. These children should be in school. Is that what you want? You want your schools to be overrun? At the beer club last night, there's a teacher. He comes every time. He's a very nice guy. And he told us at his school here in Tucson, they are short. What was it? A principal, a librarian, an assistant librarian, uh, a whole bunch of teaching positions. These these are all unfilled positions. They have openings. Can you imagine if you dump a whole bunch of kids that can't even speak English in there? Who gets to pay for that? You think magically they're going to have supplies? Teachers are going to have to pay for this stuff out of their own pocket as well again. So this Economist YouGov poll. Was taken of 1,500 adults mid June. Shows only 19% of Americans prefer the catch and release program. Release the migrant families, have them report back for an immigration hearing at a later date. I guarantee you, those 19, it'll squish down even more if they're told, hey, 97% of them don't even show up. What? Now, that low score of 19% that want that included just 17% of swing voters backing it, just 7% of Republicans. Just 16% of blacks and just 20% of Hispanics back that. Yet that lady that we just played, she was just, oh, well, I was just shocked at that. You know, Trump people backing it, but they're, you know, you normally just racist and stuff also. They don't want brown people here. Well, apparently brown people don't want brown people here either, now do they? <laughs> me a break. Uh, really quick. of swing voters prefer the option of holding families together in family detention centers until an immigration hearing at a later date. Another 18% favored separating the families and placing kids in shelters run by a government agency or juvie, juvenile detention. Um, The poll shows a 17% versus a 58% split among independents against their Democratic Party's easy migration view. Uh, I'm telling you. The real America is coming out. It's not mean America. It's just like every other country. This wouldn't happen in Mexico, I'll tell you that. No, 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 no. 7:32, we're going to talk to Brandon Judd coming up, head of the National Border Patrol Council, about this. So I want to ask him what is really going on in those shelters? Uh, how badly has the media botched it? What are the biggest things the media has reported incorrectly? And his organization is also called, uh, labeled uh, Peter Fonda, domestic terrorist. lot to go over with Brandon coming up in about uh, six minutes. Here's the news: 7:40 on this Friday. Thank you for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, bombshell story. I have it on my Facebook page, Judicial Watch. They got unredacted documents, go back to 2013, that one of John McCain's staff, his staff director, encouraged the IRS to go after Tea Party groups and conservative groups to audit them so much they become basically bankrupt. Financially ruin them by auditing them because they McCain wanted them to be shut up. Remember, McCain called the Tea Party people hobbits and then refused to apologize. Yep, McCain using—I mean, he's just he's very Obama-like, isn't he? Using uh, using the government, using the powers of the government to destroy private citizens. Incredible. Where's Meghan McCain's annoying tweets to comment on this? Second thing that I think you need to know is that uh, the Republicans stink. The conservative Goodlatte bill, which would have built the wall, would have uh, had E-Verify, ended the visa diversity lottery, cut down legal immigration, all this stuff. Not one Democrat voted for it, but also 41 Republicans voted against it. The amnesty bill they were going to vote on as well, the, much, uh, the cheap labor bill that Paul Ryan had, he yanked until next week. Trump was so disgusted, he tweeted out, you know what, don't even bother with immigration. Until after November. Not worth it. Basically, he just basically said, you guys can vote whatever you want. I'm not going to support anything. That was a shot at Paul Ryan. Third thing, I think you need to know, polls show that the uh, American people don't blame Trump for this uh, this separating families for kids thing. They blame the parents more than anything else. Rasmussen poll shows 54% of Americans blame parents. The parents kids here for this crisis. Only 35 percent blame the government. Fifty four percent agree with Trump saying U.S. should not be a migrant camp and it shouldn't be a refugee holding facility as well. Uh, I'm telling you, it's there. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, We're getting where Brandon Judd is is stuck in a meeting in D.C. So hopefully get him on in the next hour. You might call in, but he is just listen. The guys do. He's the head of the National Border Patrol Council. He's a lot of things going on. So we'll get him. We'll, We'll probably get him at some point before the end of the show uh but we know these things going in now i have uh new stuff again the boy his national border patrol council by the way uh decided to name peter fonda a domestic terrorist because of what peter fonda tweeted about baron trump i mean this is really is one of the things i want to talk to him about and we will get him on uh but they named him a uh, a a domestic terrorist they identify him as a domestic terrorist now The National Border Patrol Council. It's incredible stuff. They put out a release um, about this. It literally, you want to, it's from the bpunion.org, the Border Patrol Union. I swear, you want to know what the title is? They titled their own press release, Forgotten Actor. Peter Fonda is a domestic terrorist. (laughs) Forgotten actor. I love it. It's, It's true. I don't, where has he been? Where's he been? So, uh, that's what they did. Uh, They actually, the the Border Patrol Union put uh, put up all the tweets that Peter Fonda wrote about Sarah Sanders, Barron Trump, Kirsten Nielsen, just nasty stuff. And they wrote, this is what passes for inclusion, acceptance, kindness, feminism, gender equality, love, and peace in the world of so many liberals. How incredible is that? So flippin' cool. All right? Now, Uh, did you see, let's let's go back to this, because the Border Patrol agent is now talking that was involved in this. The story about that little girl is the Time Magazine cover, if if anybody pays attention to Time Magazine. The Time Magazine cover that shows this little two-year-old Honduran girl, one of these illegal aliens. She crossed the border illegally, right? Whatever. Um, Time Magazine took her picture and and put her up uh, staring at Trump. And it turns out and, and they tried to make the media said they should be separated with their family, all this other stuff. Oh, we cool. We're not gonna have much time. Let's, can he can he come on at eight ten instead? I know we're being picky here. Sorry, Brandon's calling in, but we have we have time, and he's a talker. Anyway, so this little girl, the Time Magazine puts her on the cover and they have her look up as Trump look, is looking down on her. They photoshopped that picture to make it seem mean. They wanted her to be the uh, the the poster child for fam- for families being separated. But it turns out that this family was not actually separated. And the reason we know that is that the little girl's dad said that. Yes, she's actually with her mom at a facility. She's with her mom at a facility. What do you got?
1: I just got an update on Brandon. He's actually running to catch an interview with Fox. Screw him, man. He's running. so um, oh, He might (laughs) drop. (laughs) So he's definitely out of breath when he was talking to me. But uh, I sit up for next hour.
0: Uh, 8.40 our time. 8.40? Okay. Yeah. So Thank you. I that. appreciate that. Yep. What, what the hell? Am I not? You know, do I... You're not Fox. Do I have to put on a skirt? Sit on a couch? And it's not sexist, by the way. That actually happens. So uh, is Brandon that... Uh, it takes a special kind of guy to pull off those pants. Like I a wore orange kind pants of guy? yesterday. At the beer club. <laughs> so so uh, this girl's dad said she was never, ever, ever separated from her mom. Never. As a matter of fact, the mom took this little girl from Honduras without even telling the dad, which is messed up. He said to the Daily Mail, I don't have any resentment for my wife, but I do think it was irresponsible of her to take the baby with her in her arms because we don't know what would happen. Um, he didn't support the decision to leave home, go through this uh, these dangerous conditions to, to seek political asylum in America. He said, quote, I didn't support it. I asked her, why? Why would she put our little girl through that? But it was her decision at the end of the day. Um, really her decision, but he said they are not separated. They're together. The mom and the daughter, they're at a family residential center in Texas, right? They're there in Texas. Yet they're trying to make Trump to be the worst person out. Everything else. Anyway, um, when Sandra left, the mom left on the journey with the daughter named Yanella. She left the, the dad behind her husband behind with, with, by the way, with three other children. A 14-year-old, an 11-year-old, and a 6-year-old. Though he said she planned to apply for political asylum, uh, he didn't mention any political persecution that might have justified the claim. He also said he has a job. He said, I thank God I have a good job here. He said the first news of his wife's and daughter's fate came when he saw the the photo. And he also told the Daily Mail that his wife and kid are together in Texas and they're, quote, doing fine. They're doing fine. Yeah. You, you ready for this one? Um, He did an interview on Univision. The dad did in Spanish. And it says here White House correspondent cigar Enchi. I don't know. I guess that person works for Univision. Uh, anyway, the White House correspondent for Univision said the interview with the dad shows the family was never separated by government officials as portrayed by the media. Uh, and this White House correspondent observed that his wife came to the U.S. for economic reasons, not fear of violence. And he was unhappy with her for taking his little girl on the very dangerous journey. Again, that's what, you think all these people are coming here because it's not safe? You get the stupid media and these stupid Dems and these wish Republicans that'll say this stuff. Well, they're just trying to escape this. This is just crazy. It's dangerous. This, they're coming for our money. They don't want to be Americans. They want our money. Our money. And let me remind you, this woman was already previously deported. Again, she has three other kids, as old as 14. She was deported on well, July 3rd, 2013. She got picked up by immigration officials in uh, Hebronville, Texas. July 9th, she was transferred to ICE custody. July 18th, removed to Honduras under expedited removal. 15 days out of the country. So she was already deported once. Previously deported. And she just got caught crossing the border again. Really quick. Really quick. Uh, The CBS News has a story this morning. Crying girl, an iconic image, was never separated from mother, I says. What? The Border Patrol agent, Carlos Ruiz, sounds like a guy that would hate Hispanics, by the way, told CBS News we were patrolling the border. It was after 10 o'clock at night. Uh, his, he was the first encounter to Sandra Sanchez and her daughter after they allegedly crossed the Rio Grande River into Texas illegally. We asked her to set the kid down in front of her, not away from her. So she was right in front of her We can so we can probably search the mom. Kid started crying as soon as she set her down. I personally went up to the mom and said, are you okay? Is the kid okay? She said, yeah, she's tired and thirsty. It's 11 o'clock at night. That's it. Yet the media, fake, 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 fake. That's all they do, man.
1: Fake, hey. fake, fake. I know
0: it's all they do we'll have more on this because there's more to the story what do you think about this this is incredible isn't it the most iconic photo nobody's in danger the dad has a job the mom just wants to come here and make money Uh, she doesn't want to be an American she's not in danger this is ridiculous this is what keeps wages down 751 will continue on KNST Yes, hello. It's 8.07, it's Friday, it's June 22nd, and it is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. There are three things I think you need to know. Number one, the swamp monster extraordinaire John McCain busted by Judicial Watch. They got unredacted documents showing a McCain staff director, back in 2013, was meeting with Lois Lerner of the IRS, encouraging her to crush, crush conservative groups, Tea Party groups, by ordering them to financial ruin. He didn't like what they were saying. It's all out there. It's on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash... Garrett Lewis Radio, like it and follow it and you can see that story and you can comment and share it and everything else. Uh, It's all coming out about this guy now, isn't it? Second thing that I think you need to know, the Republicans, uh, 41 opposed the Goodlatte bill, the Goodlatte bill, uh, which uh, would have uh, had money to build a wall, Uh, E-Verify would have been enacted, all this stuff, not one Democrat voted for it, 41 Republicans voted against it. Uh, So it's gone. Paul Ryan pulled his amnesty bill that he wants to vote it on until next week. But Trump tweeted out uh, late last night, early this morning. You know what? Let's just not worry about immigration until it's uh, well, until we get more Republicans in there in November. That's basically a shot of Paul Ryan saying don't even bother. Third thing I think you need to know, the American public is on the side of the Trumpster. Rasmussen poll. 54% of Americans don't blame Trump for the separation of families, kids from their moms and dads. 54% blame the parents for making it happen. Just 35% blame the government. And then there's a poll uh, from YouGov and The Economist. And it shows across, by the way, all demographics, people do not want catch and release. They actually, the biggest, 44% in this poll, said they want families held together at detention centers until an immigration hearing can happen at a later date. Wow. How about that? So uh, America's talking. They back the Trumpster. Three things I think you need to know. Now, fresh off the Beer Club for Men appearance, uh, Dr. Kelly Ward joins us now with some uh, pretty interesting news. Uh, Good morning, Kelly.
4: How you doing? Hey, Garrett. It's great to talk to you. Listen to how how hoarse my voice is. Um, you know, about 250 people out there last night, a lot of them knew that I have never met in person but have been friends on social media for a while. It was um, it was really amazing. Thank you for inviting us to come, Team Ward. Um, people are so excited and motivated and hopeful that we are actually going to change Washington, and I'm glad to lead the charge.
0: Well, you know what? It was great. I can't thank you enough for coming. You and your staff were awesome. Maybe we'll do it again in August right before the uh, the big old primary.
4: Let's do it. Let's do it.
0: I'm down for that. You know who else would be happy about that? Mr. Ron. <laughs>
4: yeah, Mr. On and I met him, and I met his son, June, and they were wonderful. They said they're going to put our, put our picture on the Wall of Fame, so hopefully that's going to really happen, too. Of course. And maybe this time I'll actually get to eat.
0: You know what? I've been, I've been selling at that place for like almost two years now. I asked Mr. On, how do I get my picture up there? He said you have to <laughs> lease it. He told me I had to pay for it. You get getting up there? This is crazy. I love it. It's so good. It's so good. So uh your reaction, uh that uh the, the Goodlat bill, which uh, again, everything seems to have changed. Originally it was supposed to be pretty good. Yeah. Um and, and you know, it was supposed to have the money for the wall, uh make e verify happen, end chain migration and the visa diversity lottery. Forty one Republicans voted against it. Now, yeah. what, what information do you have on that?
4: Well, I mean, you know, I think that the Goodlatte bill is be, being sold to us as conservatives as a bill of goods. Uh, yeah, Goodlatte bill of goods. Um, it, it does a couple of things that really I find kind of appalling. Number one, it does a- offer an amnesty to the DACA population. Now, of course, they call it a legalization. I've been advocating for temporary status for the DACA population until we fund and build the wall. And that really comes to the part of that bill in the Goodlatte bill that I find particularly concerning because the way they propose to fund the wall is to to create this reserve fund or a trust fund for future Congresses and we all know you cannot appropriate money for future Congresses. It's mm-hmm. not enforceable, and it may even you know, be, be illegal. It's hard, it's hard to say, but it, it is not something that can be done. And, and ask any Social Security recipient how they feel about trust funds that Congress has their sticky fingers on because um, they fail. And do we really trust Congress? To actually fund the wall, what we have to do, what, I mean, you know, we have to fund the wall up front. The money has to be appropriated for the, the wall. Politicians like McCain and Flake and McSally, they love to talk about border security and building the wall and stopping illegal immigration just as political cover. It's political theater out there for them. And then when they actually have the power to build the wall uh, they pull these kinds of shenanigans so, we all know yeah. that, that, that building the wall is the only thing that's going to help s- slow down and nothing will completely eliminate trafficking but it will slow it down it will help to solve the the opioid crisis it's the humane thing to do and this bill falls far short in my opinion
0: well you know it's interesting because I, I i read and heard this morning that yet yeah, the way what they put into this bill and it must have been at some point recently is that uh You'll get the funding, but if if a future Congress pulls that funding, then the temporary legalization of these DACA people will also be yanked.
4: Yeah, that, that sound like that's that. something that's going to happen. Yeah, no, it sounds no. like the toothpaste will be out of the tube. Yep. And you, Have you tried to get toothpaste back in? It's, that will be the same thing. Yeah. If, you, if you go home and try to take toothpaste out of your tube and then put it back in, that's what it would be like to try to pull the legalization of of the population once it happens.
0: So if you get in there uh, as a senator, you would would you back... If the Trumpster says I need 25 bill to do it, you'd say you get it in one giant lump sum, boom, here it is.
4: Yes. I would, because he's got a plan to do it. he 's got accountability measures already in place for that money, and it is something that will will secure the border. Finally, the people who are opposed to a wall know that it will work it's worked in other countries, it works around your home. The lock on your door, for goodness sake, works in, the most, you know, in most cases to keep uh, you know the, the elements you don't want in out and it's not because you hate the people outside it 's because you love the people inside. We have work to do. We have to secure our border. We have to enforce our laws. And we have to eliminate the incentives that that draw people to illegally cross into and stay in our country. Um, we can discuss the, the, the processes and the procedures about immigration after we do those things without compromising our principles and without granting amnesty to any group whatsoever. Um, you know, President Trump said he wants to eliminate this till after the election. Now, I think that we're going to have a much better chance if we do that, if we have people like me in the United States Senate who are willing to consider the nuclear option um, to make sure the business of the country moves forward. But remember, it's not just the Democrats who are, are at fault here. This is the number one issue in the country. This is the issue that Donald Trump Ran on. This is you know funding and building the wall. It's not political. It's a, it's a humanitarian. It's a, a law law um, and order thing to do. And really, I call on the Republicans to do their jobs. Stop p- presenting bills that are political props for the upcoming election, primary and general, and actually do your job. Put out a bill to fund and build the wall. We have control of the House, the Senate and the White House, and do that first so that we can do the right thing um, regarding all of the other um, uh, issues that are surrounding border security and illegal immigration.
0: Kelly Ward's on KNST AM 790. Uh, you know, it's funny, this Goodlatte bill uh, that started out okay, and now you know, bringing, you bring to our attention all this bad stuff that was in it. This was the same bill that uh, your opponent, Martha McSally, was trying to tell anybody that would listen that she's a part of.
4: Oh, yes. Of and, course. It's part yeah. of the political theater. Yeah. And, and it, you know, whenever strong conservatives, people that I can't wait to get there to work with, like like Congressman Paul Gosar and like Congressman Andy Biggs, vote no, I know there is a real reason. It's not a political reason for the two of them. To vote for or against a bill it's because of the way the bill is written the actual things that are inside the bill and the things that they told their constituents on the campaign trail that they would and would not do i know that that andy said you know he's not voting for an amnesty bill he considers it an amnesty bill i consider it an amnesty bill i also you know <laughs> you have to look at the funding and we know the funny business with the funding and it it really is probably the biggest biggest problem in the whole Goodlatte bill is the way they proposed to fund the wall because it's pretend it's 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 um, it's faux funding Um, you know that that is telling you that they're going to put some money in reserve and future Congresses can do what they may Uh, Look back at Reagan. In 1986, Reagan granted amnesty, and he trusted Congress to to deliver on border security. They promised they would do it then. It's still not done. Well, you have the Secure
0: Fence Act of 2006 that Bush passed that never was funded either.
4: That's right. And, And the politicians walked along the border and said, this time, let's build the dang fence. Yeah. And, and... It was all theater, and I'm tired of the theater. If we want the theater to stop, we have to send different people, new people, not rearrange the pieces on the board. New people have to go to Washington who have the backbone to do the right thing.
0: You know, and this is Kelly Ward on KNST AM 790. Since you brought up that guy, the bombshell story by Judicial Watch, Uh, did you see this, that uh, McCain's staff director, Henry Kerner, back in 2013, Judicial Watch got IRS documents that weren't redacted finally. Apparently, McCain's staff director was telling and urging Lois Lerner to try to destroy Tea Party groups, conservative groups that were 501c4s by auditing them until they were financially broke. That was how they were trying to destroy them. Did you you see this?
4: Uh, Yeah, and, you know, we've always known... That the swamp is deep, and the swamp is murky, and the swamp is slimy. And it's not just on the Democrat side. It's on the Republican side, unfortunately. And that's why I want to go to Washington. I want to carry the torch of liberty. I want to shine that light on the swamp, on the left and the right. and and expose it. It is a shame that anyone with political power would utilize the power of the government against the people. Um, We've known for a long time that establishment Republicans really abhor the, the conservatives in our party, that the people who actually stand on the platform and believe in what Republicanism is all about, they are at times seen as a bigger enemy not just an opponent a bigger enemy than than the people across the aisle who are trying to push leftist progressive radical socialistic policies on this country, and it's a shame. Uh, I, I faced it in my last election, um, but I, I was willing to come back. I came back stronger, and I think that it's one of the, the the reasons people should send me to Washington. I'm not a member of the establishment. Mitch McConnell didn't handpick me as he did Martha. Uh, I'm, I'm just out here fighting for the people. I've been told that the reason the party, uh, the, the party apparatus, the establishment part of the party, uh, has not supported me is because I didn't kiss the ring. I didn't realize there was a ring to kiss. No. Uh, I, I thought it was all about getting together with the people, um, listening to them, building relationships, and um, finding a way to be an excellent representative in a representative republic for those people and for the state of Arizona. Uh, that's what I did in the state Senate. That's what I'll do in the United States Senate. And, you know, so many people last night at Mr. On said, you know, well, don't turn, don't turn like these other guys. Don't do what they did. You know, I just kept telling them, I'm not going to let you down. I, you, I am what I am. I, you, you see me, what you what you see is what you get. It's not political theater with me. It's this is the real thing. Honest, authentic, accessible. I think that's what we need in Washington. I think that's what we're seeing with President Trump. He needs true allies, not just political um, political pawns who want to um, springboard off his name and off his popularity um, to enhance their own ambitions. Well, uh, we need yeah. we need somebody for the people.
0: Uh, and I and listen, I know that I appreciate it. The people of Mr. Ron's appreciate you coming down. You're actually talking to Arizonans. You're talking uh, to them through the local media, which is great. While uh, I saw on her Twitter feed, uh, Martha McSally talked to the Washington Examiner about about aviation readiness or something like that as well. So topic A with a DC uh, DC media. Fantastic. It's really going to help people here in Arizona, isn't it? Um, well,
4: yeah. you know, it, it, we, we have to do something different. We can't yeah. do the same thing again and again and again and expect a different result. Obviously, it's attributed to Einstein. That's the definition of insanity. We have a heck of an opportunity in August and in November. People have to get out and vote. Um, most people vote early, so early voting starting in about 30 days here in the state. So tell tell your friends who are less informed to get out and vote. We, we, are, we are winning this thing. Um, but the the establishment and the swamp is deep. Their money is seemingly unending. And we've got an uphill battle in front of us, but it can be won.
0: Well, we're looking forward to it. And where are you going? You're going to be uh, up north this weekend, right?
4: Yeah, I think we're going to Prescott um, tomorrow. We're we're headed up to Prescott, um, Prescott Valley, actually. Um, We're going to be at one of the VFWs up there talking to some conservatives for a constitutional republic. So we'll be be up there and uh, be, be watching.
0: Very cool. Listen, I'm serious. Uh, we'll we'll get it going again in August. Uh, right. One last push. I think it'd be fantastic. Uh, thank you so much for the time yesterday. Everybody had a great time, and and uh, be safe in your travels. Okay. Hey, thanks, Garrett. You got to take care. It's Dr. Kelly Ward right here on Canister Station. You should. It's Garrett Lewis. Thank you for hanging out. Eight twenty nine. Going to be a hundred. I'll tell you in a second. It's going to be a uh, hundred and what eight degrees today. If it's a hundred seven, be happy. If it's a hundred nine, don't be too mad. 108 is what they're thinking. 83 out now. It's going to be uh, over 100 for uh, for the next 10 days. Yeah! Awesome. Awesome. You want to hear crazy? Want to hear crazy? Um, 129. Cynthia Nixon. Sex in the City. Cynthia Nixon. The Bernie Sanders candidate running for uh, governor in New York. Uh, Listen to this.
4: Ice has strayed so far from its mission. Uh, It's supposed to be here to keep Americans safe. But what it's turned into is is frankly a terrorist uh, organization of its own that is terrorizing people who are coming to this country.
0: Wow. Uh, She didn't say illegally, by the way. That's all she said. So uh, did you know ICE's job is to protect people? It's actually to enforce. Enforce laws. That's crazy. Cynthia Nixon. One more real quick. Tammy Baldwin, Senator Tammy. We played Tammy. Did we play Tammy Baldwin yesterday? She's like, wouldn't answer if she actually spoke out against Obama's uh, same right. same detention facilities. <laughs> well, she goes on the morning. Uh, she goes on uh, End of the World this morning with uh, Morning Joe and Mika's face. Uh, One twenty six. And she actually said this. Here we go.
2: Well, it's ridiculous right well, now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, she,
0: she, they, Joe asked her, Joe's face asked her, uh, uh, what do you think about the president tweeting out, stop working on immigration, stop working with the Democrats. And by the way, the Democrats never vote. All they do is obstruct. The Democrats are not working with Republicans, so Trump's finally saying, don't waste your time anymore. So Joe asks her, what do you think about the president saying that? And then this, this this nitwit says, it's ridiculous. Here we go.
2: Well, it's ridiculous. Right now, uh, there are n- numerous crises that we have to deal with, uh, not the least of which is uh, essentially, uh, you know, it's like the U.S. government has kidnapped 2,300 kids, and we have to figure out an kidnapped. immediate way to reunite those children. Um, many... Uh, at, very very young age um, with their parents
0: kidnapped yes we went and kidnapped them kidnapped them maybe you don't understand the whole definition of kidnap We have kidnapped them as they came across illegally and holy crap how about the kids that actually were kidnapped and uh were lies where it's like hey this is my kid let me in catch and release this is what we're dealing with. All right, Brandon Judd is coming up uh National Border Patrol Council about what's really happening. Are the kids are the kids being kidnapped? Are they being kidnapped? Uh he has some things to say about the uh, president's executive order. He doesn't think it's really going to work. Uh and his group calling Peter Fonda uh a domestic terrorist. We have to all that and how and again how wrong the media has been. All right? How wrong the media has been. 5-star termite and pest control. 5-star termite and pest control 886 886- Zero, zero, four, five, eight, eight, six, zero, zero, four, five. If you have any kind of pest problems, scorpions, five-star termine pest control can handle any kind of pest problems you have. You have ant problems. You have roach problems, cricket problems, spider problems, scorpion problems, and they're all coming out. Now, when the heat is on like this, they are coming out. They are coming out, and they're going to be all over your home. Earwigs, disgusting stuff. I've actually found some of these things in my home. But they're dead, thanks to Five Star Termite Pest Control. They come into my house. Oscar does every month. I haven't come every month. There's no contracts, by the way. But every month they come. They have the killing juice that's created just for our environment. Not that's why he goes to local company instead of a national company. They come and they spray inside. They spray outside. They make it fresh every day. It lasts the longest. Works the most effective. If you're getting freaked out because you have these nasty things in your home, call Five Star before it is too late. Eight eight six zero zero four five and go to fivestartermite.com. 842, Gary Lewis with you. Okay, yeah, well, fine, we'll we'll, we'll we'll skip it. We'll skip the three things. People like it, Ryan. I blame I, Ryan. I understand. We're right. just short on time. Yeah. Gary Lewis with you, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk, uh, because we got bumped uh, <clears throat> because of Fox News. I get it, but I'm glad that this guy, Donald Trump's BFF, Brandon Judd, National Border Patrol Council, joins us. Uh, hey, Brandon, how you doing, man?
3: I'm doing well, but listen, if you're going to try to convince your listeners that Ryan cleans his house, that's just completely untrue. He's never cleaned his house. That's dirty.
0: (laughs) You know, you don't know who wears the pants in the house. His wife bosses him around like there is no tomorrow. She literally rules the roost. Like, she makes it. You know what, though? He does all the cooking, but then he sent me a picture one time. Uh, She was, she was, uh, I can't say uh, it. No she's not listening I
3: I, I believe it you and I both know he suffers from pansyitis but you
0: know I (laughs) do have an apron
3: cleaning look look at that dude he doesn't clean
0: himself exactly you're right about that but his wife's like you better clean the house where we live (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome we're gonna wrestle Uh, well there you go Uh, so uh, this whole this whole uh, outrage about what's going on down there for your fellow border patrol agents um how insane is it watching the media coverage, seeing how much of this they get wrong?
3: Hey, dude, it's all wrong. It's, it's absolutely all wrong. So first off, let me, let me walk you through the process. When we take um, families into custody, we take them back to our station, we process them. They're, they're, they're held together. Now, if they have to go see if we're going to prosecute them and they have to go see an, administra- an, an immigration judge, then we have to separate them for a couple hours. They'll go before an immig- uh, I'm sorry, not an immigration judge, a magistrate. And then the magistrate will, will pass sentence, which is normally time served, and then they'll be reunited back together with their family. So normally this process is anywhere between 4 to 12 hours. That's the normal. Now, there are cases absolutely where we're going, we're going to separate children from their parents, and we're not going to apologize for it. For instance, about a week ago we, we arrested an individual that had a 7-year-old daughter, um, and he, was conv- he had a conviction in the United States for rape. If you think that we're going to reunite that individual with his daughter in, in this country, you're absolutely wrong, and I will never apologize for that. So, again, look, it, it's being blown completely out of proportion. What I wish is I wish they would just do a deep dive into this um, instead of the rhetoric and give real-life examples, give real examples, and and then the public can make their own. They can make their mind up from there, but to, to to go with the rhetoric just to try to, to disparage this president that's all they do and it's and it's it's just wrong period
0: well polling is showing that the american public is actually on uh, the trumpster's side uh, the, the, the 54% of people back what's going on they actually blame the parents bringing their kids across the uh, you know across, across one or two countries on dangerous uh, dangerous trips to get here so I think the public you has had enough of people us paying for people to come here illegally and expect, and people expecting to come here and walk right across the border and get free stuff.
3: You know, and, and there's times that you have to separate children from parents. I adopted two children, one w- when, when he was 7 years old and his sister when she was 12 years old. They were separated from their mother by the state because their mother was a druggie. They had to separate those mm-hmm. children. I, it happened. Look, if anybody understands... The, the mental trauma that these children go through, I understand it from a parent standpoint because I've spent countless hours in counseling with these children um, due to what happened uh, with, with their mom. But that was their mom's fault. Their, their trauma comes from their mom. I can tell you that when I'm out on the border, uh, in, in the Tucson sector, this happens all the time, we would have parents with children that when we would start a foot pursuit, they would leave their children behind knowing that I would have to take them into custody, knowing that it would take up my resources and then they would be able to escape. Now, they knew. I'm not going to say that they, they were forever abandoning them. They knew that their children would then be released and that they would then be able to go get their children. But they used their children as a ploy so they could get away, knowing that their children would later be released. Wow. That's horrible. The other, thing, the other thing is is all of these separated families, you know, there's three ways that families get separated, in, in, mostly. When you're on the south side waiting to to come across, smugglers will divide you up into different groups, and these parents allow their children to to be divided into different groups from them. That's one way that they get separated. If we take them into custody and we put them through their immigration proceedings, if they waive the rights to their immigration proceedings, they can take their children back with them. They choose not to take their children back with them because then they just cross the border later, but now they don't have their children in tow to slow them down. So they they choose to separate themselves from their children. You know, and then of course, when we have to prosecute them and we, we forcefully separate them because, you know, in cases, like I said, where, where one person, when the father had been convicted of rape in the United States. So look, I mean, again, the media doesn't tell you all of this stuff. and. Let let the public make a decision, but give them all of the facts.
0: This is incredible That's what stuff. Needs to happen. Right? This is incredible. Brandon Judd is on KNST AM 790. He is the head of the National Border Patrol Council. Um, this is incredible news, and it's got to be so. I'm frustrated for you. If they just, what we just did in the past two and a half minutes, if any of the media actually did that, this would be open and shut. But they just want to destroy Trump. This is This is incredible stuff. Is anything different? Or, or are there any differences between what's going on now and what, what happened in like 2014 under Obama?
3: No, no, and that and and that's what that's what's really frustrating is we separate family family from children. Look, Jake Johnson was on CNN yesterday. I I I, I was on with Blitzer, and he was on Jake Tapper right before I went on with Blitzer. So I watched the uh, his interview, and he readily admitted that in 2014 we uh, we separated children. Now he made it sound like we only did it in certain cases. You know, he tried to minimize it, but he fully admitted that we separated um, families from children. Where was the public outcry then? There wasn't any because they knew darn good and well. That, that they needed to get Hillary Clinton in in the, in the Oval Office, so they weren't going to disparage um, um, President Obama in any way, shape, or form. But all of a sudden, now it's Trump, so of course they're coming out of the woodworks. This is politics, and it's
0: disgusting. It really is. Uh, how about this story about that two-year-old Honduran girl that was on the cover of Time magazine? They photoshopped that to have Trump looking down on her, and she's crying. And then the media jumped <laughs> to conclusions as if the parents were separated, and now we find out the dad said... Uh, they're actually together, the mom and the daughter, they're together at a facility in Texas. He didn't even know that the, that, that, uh, the mom was taking the daughter. They, she left three kids at home, and she's already been deported, the mom in the past, for crossing the border. And now CBS News actually talked to the Border Patrol agent who actually gave a realistic situation of, of, of what happened.
3: So, so what, let, let, let me tell you what happened there. That, that, that child right there, that child was crying. The mother was being, um, was being given a preliminary pat-down which we have to do, we have to make sure that everybody is going to be safe, and that child's crying, so they just photoshopped the mother out, but the mother, that, that child was standing right next to the mother, so uh, again, this is this is what they try to do, this is what they, uh, they, they try to cast stones in a glass house, um, and thank goodness the public is smart enough to see through all of these, you know, charades and, and whatnot, so... I don't know. I don't know, Ryan. thank goodness Who? that we have talk shows like this and we have some intelligent listeners.
0: Well, th- listen, man. Uh that's all that's all we can have. Uh, that, that's all we hey, But plan. let me
3: let me circle back to yeah. that though. Yeah. I'll tell you what, if Ryan ever calls me a Canadian again, I will <laughs> never speak with you look ever. Look look I thought, thought you're
1: on the border at the Canadian border working and apparently you're in DC and I I didn't know. I, you might you might actually
0: you might want to be identified as a Canadian versus a DC in right now because yeah. they're the worst. Ryan
3: Ryan should be a host on CNN with that spin that he just put on there. Well, uh, fake news. I'm
0: really good at the fake news. Fake news. That's all I do. Hey, you are fake news. Exactly. Hey, real real quick. Uh, what prompt? I mean, we know Peter Fonda's a jerk, but you guys, your union put out a statement calling him forgotten actor and uh, also called him a domestic terrorist. What happened with that?
3: Well, he, isn't he a forgotten actor? Yeah, I, is, were we wrong is. with that? No, no, no. News? I thought
0: that was awesome. I thought it was hilarious. I thought I, it was I, great. Well, I know.
3: I, I I thought it was hilarious too. Um, I, I'm the one who approved the article. No, look. <laughs> I, I mean, when 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 he says when he says it's okay to terrorize my children, uh, that is in my mind that is a domestic terrorist. When he says that it's okay to lock, um, uh, strip Kirsten Nilsson naked, and to poke at her, put her in a cage, and poke at her, and and do all those things. That's a domestic terrorist. That guy, you know, we, we talk about cyberbullying. We talk about prosecutions for, for stuff like that. That guy should be in custody right now. Yeah,
0: he really should. Uh, and since you brought her up, and la- last thing, let's la- la- two- two-parter. One, what do you think of Trump's executive order? Uh, what do you think it'll do, if anything? Two, I know you weren't the biggest fan of Kirsten Nielsen, but what do you think about what she's doing now?
3: Uh, frankly, I'm disappointed. Um, I, I'm disappointed that the administration let the uh, the public outcry get to them. I wish they would have held, held Pat. I wish they would have let the facts um, um, come out. I, I wish they would have just waited until the, the water cleared, uh, because if they would have done that, they would have come out ahead of this. But instead, uh, by reversing course, by, by reversing course on the zero tolerance. I mean, there's so many different things out there right now. Nobody knows what's going on. You know, the, fa- the, the fake news isn't getting that part wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's disappointing. I mean, I, I, I would have expected him to be extremely strong. I, I would have expected him to stand up and say, I'm going to let the facts come out. I'm going to speak truth. Uh, to what's going on. And he should have done that. And I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed.
0: Mm. What what you think it would have been a good, if not a, an Oval Office moment or something to where he literally had a press conference and brought you up and said, Brandon, like you did in, in a minute and 15 seconds, explain what actually happens. And then they could never distort that.
3: And, and, and look, somebody needs, somebody needs to go on there and do that. The problem is you can't have, you can't have somebody in uniform do it because the public just doesn't trust somebody in uniform because they know that they have to. They're being paid by – he's one uh, – somebody in uniform is one of his employees. I'm not. I'm free to talk about whatever I want. I'm free to call the shots how it is, um, tell the public how it is, and I'm not beholden to anybody except for my agent. Um, and so, yeah, he, he, he should have done something like that. But, you know, hey, hey look, it's, it's going to turn out all right because the, wa- the, the water is starting to clear, Everybody is starting to understand what's going on, and, and and we're going to be
0: good. Okay. Brandon, man, I really appreciate the time. Uh, thank you very much. Keep fighting the good fight, man. Have a good weekend, and uh, we'll be in touch. Okay, and I apologize for Ryan's comment.
3: Oh. You should apologize for it, too.
0: <laughs> All right, man, take care. Have a good one. You too, man. Right. Brandon Judd, the head of the National Border Patrol, uh, Border Patrol Council on KNST. come Oh, I have things to say. I have stories. There's stuff. It's the last hour already? What a friggin' week. It's your morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. There are three things I think you need to know. Number one, and we'll get into this, the Swampian, John McCain, the Swampian, this guy, Judicial Watch, got finally unredacted documents from 2013 while John McCain's staff director urged Lois Lerner, remember her? To go after conservative groups, Tea Party groups, to audit them until they are financially ruined because John McCain hated them. Stories on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Where's uh, his daughter, Megan, to to tweet out that this is gross because it really is gross, Megan? Second thing that I think you need to know uh, the, the Goodlatte bill. That Martha McSally wanted to attach herself to forever. Turns out they changed it a bit, uh, thanks to Kelly Ward for giving us the update on that. Um, this Goodlatte bill would not have given full funding to the wall right away. It could have been taken away by future Congresses. So forty-one Republicans voted against this and went down in flames because it was awful. Will Martha attach herself to it now? It's a good question, right? And the Paul Paul Ryan amnesty vote uh, was pulled off yesterday. He said he'll do it next week. Trump tweeted out this uh, this morning: "Don't even bother." Don't even bother. And Trump's been all over the Democrats this morning on Twitter on immigration, mocking the phony stories like the one I talked about with Brandon Judd. Third thing I think you need to know, the public is behind Trump. I want him to stand strong. 54% of Americans, according to Rasmussen, 54% of likely voters, said that they blame the parents of the kids that are coming across the border, not Trump. 35% blame the government. That's it. And when it comes to what should happen, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. YouGov economist poll. Um, 19% said catch and release in this poll. 44% said hold the families together in family detention centers until an immigration hearing at a later date. Oh, boy. 12% said, arrest the adults, send them to jail while they await a criminal trial, send any minor kids to shelters run by the government. Uh, 8% said, arrest both adults and minor kids, send them both to jail, send the adults to jail, the minor kids to juvie. So basically, only 19% say release them. And if you add it up, really, 62% say basically hold on to everybody. That's a big flipping deal right there. Three things I think you need to know. Um, Now, before we get to... uh, to, I mean, to react to what Brandon Judd said. Did you, did you get that one soundbite or no?
1: I think I did. It was okay. from the first, uh, his first uh, segment, second. Well, basically
0: right? just saying yeah. what actually happens. Right. We'll get that in a second. Okay. Uh, we had a great beer club for men last night at Mr. Ron's. Right? A great beer club for men. Uh, and I did wear my orange pants. And I think it was around this time yesterday that uh, I started freaking out live on the air because my Islanders hired Barry Trotz. And I'm glad at Mr. Ons they had the NHL Network on a few TVs because every time I talked to people, I'd stop talking to them when they talk about the Islanders. I had my sweet orange pants on. I had my matching Islander sneakers on. Did you catch that, too? Did you catch that? No. Takes a special kind of guy to pull off those pants. It's true. And the shoes. Yes. Yes. Uh, Apparently, Kelly Ward's people are hitting me up with messages saying that they're getting bombarded by people that uh, want to see, because they put out pictures, like 25 pictures on their Facebook page, on Kelly Ward's Facebook page. Uh, But apparently, there's no pictures of me in my orange pants. So, Kelly Ward's camp is now asking for pictures of me in my orange pants. What? because people want to see my orange pants
3: say, say, no say, say. it's actually happening ah. they want to see the orange
0: pants uh and uh you know I I don't I got hit up i I got forwarded pictures by our uh our team that was out there yesterday but I don't know if I want to release any pictures of me and my orange pants there's one see that one right there I don't know if I want to do that I don't know if it does them justice I mean it's pretty sweet but at the same time I kind of want to Tell people that if you want to see me in my orange pants, you have to come to the beer club for men. That's a fair trade-off, right? That's a fair trade-off. It's not me being a jerk. No. By the way, there was a, a, a lot of great people there yesterday. This one uh, lady comes up to me. Her name is Destiny. And then she says to me, it's not my stripper name. It's my real name. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't judge. I mean, I'm thinking it, but I'm not. Ju- anyway, so so Destiny, she's like, can you come say hi to my husband? Like he's going to totally he's going to die when he sees you and I want that to happen because I want to collect the money. And I'm like, what? Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> and I'm like, well, do I at least get half? If I cause him to die, Will I at least get like, you know, maybe a 10%, you know, can I get something? So I went and met her husband. What is that? Is that bad? Ah. Real? And what? Ah. I can't, I can't get 10%. I didn't kill him. I didn't, I didn't, if somebody sees me and they keel over on the spot, it could have happened for many reasons. Maybe my face, who knows why, Maybe out of just sheer excitement, I don't know, but if they if they go um, and she wants it to happen, so she collects money. I don't. I deserve something. So anyway, anyways, um, I go over. Me and he's a great dude. Uh, moved here from California. Got the heck out. Got the heck out of California because he couldn't take it anymore. And there were a whole bunch of people yesterday from different states that moved here for for good reasons. There's some good people coming here, which is pretty nice. Uh, and his name is David. And it was, it was just, it was really cool. It was really cool to meet him. He didn't kill over after about five minutes. I'm like, why are you still standing upright? There goes my money. So anyway, um, the ladies with them were like, you know, even though it's the beer club for men, uh, you know, we're glad that we could, we could come. I go, no, no, we we're totally okay with, with women. We need women to go to the beer club for men because somebody has to serve us drinks and they agreed. So it was just it was it was a lot of fun. You are fake news. No, it's just, <laughs> it's it's true. I don't recall that. It's true. But okay. I'm being told by friends there's a, a large group of immigration protesters on Oracle near INA. Can we separate them? <laughs> but you know what? I wish those tool bags would actually hear what's actually going on on this show. I think we sound really good. And you know, it's the one common theme, you know, and I really, listen, I believe you realize that we were actually, like, the one girl, Destiny, who made me go see her husband who's a very nice guy, David. She's like, you know, you're not a jerk like you are on the air. And I'm like, no, I'm the same way. Um, But, but, I mean, I'm, I... I want to say that we do a really good job and people were so complimentary the show and I you know I work my butt off and it's cool to be recognized. I mean, I'll be totally honest, they put put on a hold, put a hold. I'll be to, and Ryan can back me up on this. It's cool to be recognized and we're so grateful and thankful that you appreciate the the show and you recognize the hard work and you recognize I believe the talent that we do have. I think we do have talent. That's okay. It's not an egotistical thing. I think we have talent. Yeah. I'm glad that that you tell us this uh because Honestly, nobody in our company does. (laughs) It's true. And it's not just in this building. It's like literally nobody in the entire company. I don't think anybody actually listens to the radio anymore, (laughs) but it's okay. It's okay. Uh, I don't care what they think because you're the ones that keep us on the air. I mean, they pay me, but you're the reason like they have to pay me because of you. So uh the one the one thing that people kept repeating to me over and over is please stay here. You're gonna get a big offer soon, but please stay here. Listen, that's so flattering. Uh we we like my wife and I like it here. Uh for negotiation purposes, which are ongoing as we speak, doesn't mean we're gonna stay here forever. We may just leave, who knows? <laughs> but we do like it here. We really do we really do appreciate it. So uh thank you very much for that. Um now reason i'm telling you this is because you know we work so hard and i think we do such a good show that a guy like brandon judd who was asked to be on fox news and cnn and msnbc and nationally syndicated shows and everywhere the dude makes time for us because he enjoys it and he knows that it's good yeah you know he knows that things will get accomplished and he actually enjoys it as well right and i just if you missed it i just and even if you did hear it i want you to hear it again i want to hear it again uh Brandon Judd who is the National Border Patrol Council president meaning he is the head of the national the border patrol agent union for the whole country dude it's a big i mean do you have the, did you cut the audio of trump calling him out oh yeah you want to hear that i mean he is bffs with uh with the Trumpster. Let's, listen to this i'd like to recognize Brandon Judd, the president of the National Border Patrol Council. And then we could joke around with this guy and insult him, and he insults us. It's such a good relationship. <laughs> but anyway, he, he in a minute and 22 seconds, it's what it says right there, minute and 22 seconds, he actually talks about what really happened. So you have these nimrods at Oracle and INA now, and they'll be all over the country too, but here, Oracle and INA protesting stuff that they literally are ignorant of. They They, they are ignorant about this topic, only if they listened. Listen to this. So first off, let me let me walk you
3: through the process. When we take um, families into custody, we take them back to our station. We process them. They're they're, they're held together. Now, if they have to go see if we're going to prosecute them, and they have to go see an, administra- an, an immigration judge, then we have to separate them for a couple hours. They'll go before an immig- uh, I'm sorry, not an immigration judge, a magistrate, and then the magistrate will will pass sentence, which is normally time served and then they'll be reunited back together with their family. So normally this process is anywhere between 4 to 12 hours. That's the normal. Now, there are cases absolutely where we're, go- we're going to separate children from their parents, and we're not going to apologize for it. For instance, about a week ago we, we arrested an individual that had a 7-year-old daughter, um, and he, was conv- he had a conviction in the United States for rape. If you think that we're going to reunite that individual with his daughter in, in this country, you're absolutely wrong, and I will never apologize for that. So, again, look, it, it's being blown completely out of proportion. What I wish is I wish they would just do a deep dive into this um, instead of the rhetoric and give real-life examples, give real examples, and, and then the public can make their own, they can make their mind up from there. But to, to, to go with the rhetoric just to try to, to disparage this president, that's all they do, and it's, and it's, it's just wrong, period.
0: It is so frustrating. Why can't that be said in front of the entire country? You get it here on our radio show in Tucson, blasted around the world on the iHeartRadio app. At least we have that. It's one thing David said. He came here from California January 1st, found our show. He tells all his friends in California to listen to us. And apparently they all do on the iHeartRadio app, which is pretty cool. Thank you. Um, But you hear that, and I want to say, Trump, call up Brandon. Trump, call up someone. Talk about what actually happens. And yeah, when Brandon said people don't trust people in uniform, I kind of get that because the haters are going to say, no, you're just saying that because you're trying to protect yourself. Mm -hmm. I see that, but someone needs to just explain that. A minute, 22 seconds versus all the lies that are put forward by NBC, ABC, CBS, the cable news outlets, the newspapers, the websites, all the lies. I just brought it to you. Thanks to Brandon. Just like that. It's frustrating as hell, isn't it? We'll get your reaction coming up. 880 KNST, eight eight zero five six, seven, eight. And we got to get back to this McCain crap too. This this snake. I mean, this guy I don't understand how people are gonna actually support this dude. If anybody. I don't know how you can like this guy. He literally pulled an Obama and tried to use the power of the IRS to crush. Tea Party groups, conservative groups Because he didn't like what they were saying He tried to use the power of the federal government To silence people from speaking To punish them, to bankrupt them Stories on my Facebook page, I'll explain Don't go anywhere Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk Asian. 926, thank you for hanging out uh, Garrett Lewis with you You know, by the way, you know what the 6 month uh, anniversary uh, There's a 6 month anniversary today, you know what it is? What's Trump? Trump tax cuts Remember when Nancy Pelosi said it was going to be Armageddon? What happened? Maybe she was just confused like she always is, and she's just like, (laughs) I'm going to go home and watch the movie Armageddon. I'm a big Bruce Willis fan. I like Steve Buscemi. I'm going to watch Armageddon. I could buy five movies, five DVDs of Armageddon because of the tax break. (laughs) Uh, all right, it's going to be 108 degrees today. Have fun with that. Really quick, Steve, and then we'll get to McCain. Steve, well, welcome to uh, McCain. Yeah, and
5: it's Steve. funny you said Bruce Willis. I'm actually a Bruce Willis lookalike if you ever met me, but I just want to speak for all the Tucson. Bad <laughs> <Fair> news! <laughs> you know, no, really hey, I want to speak for all the Tucson. Uh, anyone that has a sense of humor, common sense, and a high IQ, not only would appreciate you and your producers and the talent you guys have, but they would be listening even more because you guys got so much more talent than that Islanders squad over there in Long Island.
0: Unbelievable. Every damn time. We just hired Barry Trotz, man. Barry Trotz. What is that? Brian Trottier? Oh, God. Oh. Are you... uh, uh,
5: you know, I heard you're a Mets fan, so at least I'm happy we got a and a Giants fan. So you want to, you uh, want to you know, talk? You, something in common here. You no, want to talk about sucks? Aside, you guys are amazing. Well,
0: that, that you. Want to talk about sucks? <laughs> the Mets suck this year, man. It's terrible. <laughs> I know.
5: We went to the series, and uh, at least we pulled two out of four. Um, I don't think our new, uh, I like Collins, back because I think the new manager is even worse. He's There's awful these guys. He
0: It looks like he has no idea as to what he's doing.
5: Neither did Collins bring Backman in. That's what I want. I want Wally.
0: You want Wally Backman in? Might as well go for yes, Tim want Tuffle. Wally. Want Tim Tuffle in there too? Yeah, what the heck? You know, Why bring Rusty Starr back and he's dead, but we, we he's, dead. Yeah he's, he's <laughs> dead. yeah, hey, he's dead. Hey, I hope
5: you guys have an amazing weekend, you Stay too. Safe. Thank you, Steve. Thanks, Be well, Steve.
0: man. I appreciate it. Uh that was very nice. Now, what's not very nice is John McCain. Uh John McCain is a bad now. There's more to this story, too, by the way, because Trump needs to fire this guy. So John McCain back in twenty thirteen, apparently. Uh, had his staff director, his staff director. And again, I have the story on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Please like it and follow it. You'll see this story. You can comment. You can share it. You can do all kinds of stuff. So John McCain, Judicial Watch, great organization. They got this stuff. Um, they got these materials. John McCain's former staff director, a guy named Henry Kerner. Now, let's, let me tell you, Henry Kerner was already appointed by Trump as special counsel for the United States Office of Special Counsel. He needs to be fired. There's just so many people. I mean, you got to put, all right, you have have experience with this, do it here, there, blah, blah, blah. It's almost like he was put in there. Maybe he conned the Trumpster. I don't know. I don't even know what this means, what it even means. Anyway, he was, this guy was McCain's staff director. I wonder if McCain was like, get in there and just be inside, whatever. So as McCain's staff director back in 2013, apparently he had a meeting April 30th, 2013 with Lois Lerner and other big shots at the IRS. And this is according to notes that were taken by IRS employees at the meeting. Apparently, they had this big, long meeting, and McCain was very upset. He helped pass McCain-Feingold. Uh, but then the Supreme Court came back. Uh, Citizens United sued over that. The Supreme Court said, yeah, McCain-Feingold, a lot of it is just, it's illegal, illegal, so, Citizens United, the decision by the Supreme Court overturned a lot of McCain Feingold. It made McCain mad. He said that was one of the worst decisions he ever saw, blah, blah, blah. So McCain wants to regulate political speech, regulate political free speech. So at this meeting, McCain's high ranking staffer, he didn't do this on his own, by the way, this Henry Kerner. You know that he had direction from McCain. You don't just go do this by yourself. This Henry Kerner recommended to Lois Lerner that she harassed nonprofit groups, conservative ones, Tea Party ones, until they're unable to continue operating. Henry Kerner told Lois Lerner, Steve Miller, who was then the chief of staff to the IRS commissioner, Nicole Flax, and he told other IRS officials, maybe the solution is to audit so many that it is financially ruinous. So John McCain had his guy go tell the head of the IRS and all the other big shots, maybe to shut these conservative Tea Party people up and these Tea Party groups up, you should audit them so many times that they go broke. Judicial Watch previously reported on these meetings, these 2013 meetings, or in this this particular 2013 meeting. Senator McCain then put out a statement right after that Decrying, quote, false reports claiming that his office was somehow involved in IRS targeting of conservative groups. Apparently, they were. John McCain, once again, using, he was Barack Obama like, using the power of the federal government to shut up private citizens that were critical of the government. We'll have more on this, and you can comment coming up. 880 KNST, 880 This is a bombshell. This is huge. Is Jeff Flake gonna say anything about this? How about Martha McSilent? How about Megan McCain? Huh? Let me see Megan McCain's Twitter account uh, real fast. Um, let me let me see what uh, what this is. Does she does she say anything? Cause she's I'm set Nope, nothing. She retweeted uh, her dad's tweet 16 hours ago about the passing of Charles Krauthammer. Cause remember yesterday she was so upset about Trump calling out McCain not by name, saying he voted thumbs down on Obamacare to keep it going. She called it gross. This is gross. Uh, We will continue thread ready thread ready is a great locally owned company. It's a mom and pop. Uh, If you need any embroidery done, any apparel graphics for your business thread ready, go with them. You're going to go with some random internet company. You got to go with their templates on their website. Are the colors really what they want? What if you get it and they mess it up? Then you got to send it back. Try it again at thread ready. You get personalized service right there in their showroom. You see it. You see the finished product. Let me tell you something, there's no minimum orders. If you only need five shirts, you need two hats, you need one, no minimum orders. There's no project too large, no project too small for Thread Ready. They're at 6530 East Verde, Road, La Plaza Shops, uh, maybe even for some fun stuff, personal stuff, family vacations. Commemorate them with towels, bed towels, get them embroidered, T-shirts, hats, visors, whatever it is. They do it all. Whether again it's for corporations, teams, leagues, clubs, organizations, special events, fundraisers, they do it all. Fourth of July, family reunions. Get t-shirts made, man. Have fun with it. All made by Threadready. Find out more at Threadready.com. Ask your wife. Ah, yes. How you doing? It's it's all, oh my god, 943. This is crazy on this Friday. Three things I think you need to know. We've been talking about it. John McCain number one. John McCain, uh his uh staff director back in 2013, it's coming out now, told the head of the the IRS to basically try to bankrupt tea parties, conservative groups, uh, by auditing them to basically destroy them. I mean, absolutely, absolutely despicable. That's John McCain right there. That's why he's big government John. Second thing that I think you need to know is that uh, the good lad bill failed miserably. 41 Republicans voted against it. All Democrats voted against it. The Republicans voted against it, thanks to Kelly Ward telling us, because uh, they changed some stuff, there was not going to be immediate funding for the wall. It was going to be attached to citizenship. Anyway, future Congresses could just not fund it. That's not good. Not good. Man, oh man, oh man. Uh, Third thing that I think you need to know the country is behind the Trumpster. Rasmussen did a poll. 54% of uh, likely voters blame the parents of the illegal alien kids, not the government, not Trump. 35% blame the government for the crisis. 54% blame the parents, as it should be. And only 19%, according to a UGov Economist poll, say release the families, do catch and release. say hold them all together at a detention center until an immigration hearing. 12% say arrest the adults, put them in jail, send the kids to shelters run by the government. 8% say arrest the adults and the kids, send the adults to jail, the kids to juvie. Bottom line is, so if you add that up, 56, 8, 64, 64%, yeah, 64% say basically hold on to everybody. Don't just release them into this country. It's a big deal. It's a huge deal. And I want to replay this. This is this is might be the soundbite of the day. Yamish Alcinder on The End of the World This Morning with Morning Joe. This is incredible stuff. She actually and she's a apparently opinion writer, I guess, for the Washington Post. She's shocked at how Trump supporters are standing with Trump, but it's because you're racist and stuff. But even she sees that Trump should not fold. I still think he's kind of boxing him in with this executive order, ending the separation. John I mean, told us there's not really separation going on, unless there's somebody that's, that, that needs to go to prison because they they've been convicted of a crime. Listen to what she says on uh, this, the end of the world this morning with Morning Joe and Mika's face. Here we go.
2: This week was really the biggest test of loyalty for hardened Trump supporters who have followed this president and supported him through scandal, after scandal, after scandal. Um, I just came back from Minnesota and a rally that he had in Duluth and people were supporting him more than ever. Um, And they're not rare. I talked to so many people who were representative of a Quinnipiac University poll that was was released this week that said 55 to 35% of, 55% of Republicans support the policy of separating children. So Republicans were, as a whole, were backing him or people calling themselves Republicans. And when I was in Minnesota talking to people, I was getting stories from people that said that these children, yes, young children who are now being detained, that they need to be taught a lesson and that they are being taught by their parents to break U.S. Mm-hmm. laws. And as a result, they deserve to be in these detention facilities. They deserve to be traumatized, essentially, and be away from their parents. Pause it. And even after the president...
0: Uh, nobody says they deserve to be traumatized. This is this chick making that up because she hates Trump supporters. Let's continue
2: and be away from their parents and even after the president signed the executive order when i asked people afterwards you know what do you make of the president's policy now they were saying well he's caving into pressure and that it's really that he really should stick to his guns on this issue because people are quote-unquote infesting america a lot of them mm. cast this in as 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 really defending american culture as something of being white frankly of, of looking at america and saying we don't need these brown people in our country and i was in some ways what? surprised by surprised but also now again,
0: I, no- Nobody actually said we don't need these brown people in this country. There are no cages and nobody said we don't need these brown people in this country or we need to have this country remain white. Nobody actually said that. And don't give me this. Well, you don't have to say it. We know what you really mean. Nobody's saying that illegal isn't a color. Illegal is not a color. But this nut, that's an opinion writer of the Washington Post. Oh, she knows it she knows it let's continue
2: surprised by this but also in some ways we know that trump supporters have stuck with him um, in the long term through all sorts of things but this was kind of stunning in some ways
0: this is just stunning i still don't understand i mean we are trying to just put this this narrative out there that's a complete lie complete lie yet they don't want to believe it why won't they believe us fake news it's stunning because in my in my head, all the Trump supporters are a bunch of racists. That's what she's saying. That's what she's saying. This is what you get. This is why nobody really watches MSNBC. But this is what they really think. This is the same mentality as a friend of mine texted me, the group of people that are apparently at Oracle and Ina protesting this crap. And what's going to happen, by the way, you're going to have dolts like... Press release Bud Foster. He won't be the only one. All the TV stations will go take footage because it's just, it's like a train wreck, right? It's like a train wreck. And they'll go out to Oracle and Ina and tape these people to make it seem, and then broadcast it to make it seem. All of Tucson. Yeah, all of Tucson. Crazy. Yes, and this is, this, it, it's a big problem and there are so many people against it. Look at the amount of people. My friend said it was a large group. I don't know what that means. A hundred, seventy-five, fifty. You're in the corner of Oracle and Ina. It's a small co- it's a big intersection, but you put 50 people at a corner, it looks like a lot of people, doesn't it? And I don't know. You can't fault the news. They're going out. They're doing this. They're just trying to do their job and blah, 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 blah. I get it, but we called a guy that actually speaks for the Border Patrol agents, right? Speaks for the Border Patrol agents. And he told us what actually is going on. You want me to replay it? Eh, no, not right now. I'm going to put it up on the website, by
1: the way, so please take it oh, and the, share uh, it. The, the entire interview? Yeah, the entire interview. With, uh, with Brandon Judd? Yeah. I mean, um, I can put this one little piece up there, too, if, it, if it'll be easier for other people to... Do to,
0: both. Yeah, okay. That'd be cool. Hang on a sec. Throw him up over there real quick. This is a Democratic congressman just minutes ago. So I'm talking about on CNN. Peter Welch. On with Poppy Harlow. Um, He apparently, this, this New York congressman, Peter Welch... Oh, no, I'm sorry. He's a congressman from Vermont. <laughs> Bernie Sandersville. Went down to the uh, to South Texas, the border, see what the kids are going through. And Poppy Harlow says, can you walk me through what you are allowed to see? And uh, here we go. Well, quite a bit. Uh, this was led by Senator Merkley, and he'd been turned away two weeks earlier. So this time uh, we were allowed into several locations. And uh, basically where people are being held is in warehouses. Uh, they're clean, but there's no windows. And when you go inside, there are chain-link fences that, right. in effect, they're cages. So No, they're not cages. You know, I'd love to just get an actual cage, like a dog kennel, kind of a cage. I could bring one in on Monday, and then just put this this moron that lies to the to the public to try to you know persuade them, and be I, and be like, you know, you want a cage? This is a cage. Get in there. Sit in there for an hour. We'll come back, good boy. We'll come back, and then we'll bring you to where the facilities are where these children are being housed. We'll put you in this giant room where they just have fencing up to divide it so the men and the women and the boys, they stay apart. And you tell me if it's the same thing. You tell me. I mean, it's, uh, it's just, this is, this is the lies. These are the lies. We'll continue. Uh, 953 KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating. Uh, somebody tweeted Stormy Daniels said, you need to go down and help the, uh A porn star. Stormy Daniels. What is she going to do to help down there? I mean, I have... Listen. Well, she's going down to help. Uh, That's... Is that the title of a new movie? Anyway. So, um... USA Today. Stormy Daniels plans border visit to help with immigrant children separated from family. (laughs) Hey, kid. Where's your dad? Nowhere to be found? Not the kid. She'd go to the... Hey. Hey, man. Where's your wife and... I'll do it this way. Where's your wife and kids? somewhere else is that how stormy's gonna help is that what's gonna happen so he tweeted her stormy daniels please use your platform i mean really? <laughs> wait our platforms platform. please use platform heels please use your platform to help avenati that, that and these kids that's a lawyer we know how much you love your child and we need to help their parents get them back again they're actually not being separated she tweeted back i'm headed down in a week don't worry just Figuring out how to my best course of action to maximize my resources. Have a good week.